0: catch that that's the vibe some days we are up then the tides rise high and we're down but we ain't ever truly down and out nah nah you see some would have you believe you are constantly falling plummeting to an inevitable demise but we see the slight behind the veil of delusions we know the ground is simply rising to meet us so welcome you are now tuned in to the ever ascending vibrations of from wrong to right the podcast i am your host and navigator along this journey Egypt english and i bid you safe passage welcome back my loves welcome back to from wrong to right i am here with episode number three And um, I want to say I missed you guys this past week um, because I did not record ahead of time. Um, A lot has been happening. Um, If you follow me on social media, then you will know um, or you do know that I have released the Write Memoirs, which is a combination of memoirs and a newsletter that will be launching October the 12th. And, um, so if you're catching this podcast after that, it's already up and it's in full effect. And I would hope that you would join in and, you know, learn a little bit more about me as well as my journey. Cause that's all I'm here for, um, is to transmute all of the darkness that I've been through into light so that hopefully your path will be lit and you will not have to deal with half of what I have dealt with and with so many of my brothers and sisters in love have dealt with as well. So um, enough about that. Um, We'll talk a little bit more about that at the end of this episode. This episode is about your authentic voice. And what does that mean? How do you harness it or begin to harness it? And what does it look like when you are actively acting in all of the capacities of your authentic voice. Um, So we're going to talk about um, you talking to the voice in your head or the voices in your head, (laughs) Uh, inventorying your experiences, um, killing the know-it-all. That is a very vital process. And embracing adversity. So as we get started, we are going to um, first talk about what your authentic voice is or who your authentic voice is. I mean that is something that I know for me I personally have struggled with over the years. Um nowadays in in our society, we are very much told to conform. And conforming or conforming <laughs> is something that um is pushed upon us by many parties at play for multiple reasons, Alter- they have their own ulterior motives, and it's not always in our best benefit to conform. Um, often, your conformity is what leads to your demise. We have seen that throughout history. Um, those stories are played out so many, so many, so many times. Um, I take, um, for example, one thing that um, I like started researching a lot more, but it was something that I've always known and I've always seen innately. Um, I think about the civil rights movement. Um, And don't get me wrong. They had their power and they had their good. And so many beautiful souls rose to the occasion to fight for what um, we call civil rights. And during that process, something that people do not talk about is the fact that before civil rights happened and segregation, um, desegregation happened in schools here, especially um, in uh, the U.S. territory, black and brown children were educated in their homes um, just as much as they were educated in their school systems, um, which were, of course, at the time segregated. And those children had very, very bright futures. Um, They were very intellectual, they were very intelligent, whether it was um, in terms of reading, writing, arithmetic or in their ability to comprehend or whether they ended up going into some kind of trade and was able to make something of themselves. They had a very, very, very bright future Um, and a lot of us are products of those mothers and those fathers who came from what people would call nothing, but we no one comes from nothing. It's, it's impossible. You have your experiences from generations and generations back. So you have something to build off of. You may not have all of the tools and the resources necessary at the time to combat your circumstances the way you would like, but you didn't come from nothing. So stop telling yourself that. tangent um nevertheless those children had sturdy homes they they had people who loved them they had people who taught them they taught them what they knew um they had the opportunities to learn to read and write and do arithmetic however following the civil rights movement after desegregation happened, and you know, the whole age old story where quote unquote black children and brown children were, you know, integrated into what is considered white schools. Um, I use con- quotation marks with all of these misnomers and labels. However, when they were integrated into these schools, what we found over the course of 60, 70, however many years hence, um is that the school systems did not adequately continue the learning that those children had in their homes um and we see now when you find like inner city Baltimore or inner city Danville um you have places like Chicago and Los Angeles um Specific neighborhoods like Compton, um, you know, anywhere on the east side of Baltimore or somewhere in the west side of Baltimore. I didn't pick specific neighborhoods, but um, it's catastrophic everywhere in certain places. You find that the schools that are predominantly black or brown um, do not pass the minimum of a fifth grade education let alone of eighth grade education, something where you are able to technically function when you graduate if you're given the proper tools, um, or even if you don't graduate. If you dropped out in the eighth grade back in the 1800s, you could function in society. You had a certain reason reading level. You understood arithmetic at the most basic and fundamental level that could help you produce whatever it was you needed to. We don't have that anymore. And um, I say all that to say in some form conformity and conforming to what we assumed at one point was the better option and what was told to us to be the better option or appeared to us to be the better option was not necessarily the better option for us. And so (laughs) I started this episode off with that unintentionally, but intentionally. Um, That was the example that came to heart and came to mind when I thought about, you know, moving out of conformity. Your authentic voice is that voice that tells you do not conform. Do not limit yourself, box yourself in to someone else's version of perfection. And someone else's version of right or correct Um, because it limits you and it creates for you obstacles and barriers that you will never, you will never surmount, you will never pass because it is not innately, naturally, cosmically deemed for you to do so. So when you... Focus on your authentic voice. Your authentic voice gives you the capacity to prevail over any obstacle or circumstance that is in your way, or any obstacle that presents itself. No challenge is too great when you are living in your authenticity because you have the tools and the necessary tools to go forward, move forward, ascend, so, your authentic voice is that voice inside you—the one that sometimes is a lot quieter than all the all of the rest because we're not focusing on it. Um, that is what you do best. That is what you say best. That is how you speak. That is how you naturally, innately move when you are living in your truth. Um, and even when you're not, that voice is there. And the more we suppress it, the more we beat it down, the more we tell it you're not right, the more we conform to someone else's voice is how it gets quieter and quieter and quieter. That doesn't mean it goes away. That means sometimes we trap it in a corner of our mind, of our hearts, of our spirit, of our soul, and it makes it so hard for it to get out. And that is what I consider the living dead. When you have people walking the streets, walking around, living their lives, so they think, and they're no longer using or hearing their voice, their own voice, because they're so spent and bent on someone else's. And someone else telling them what's right, how to live, how to eat, how to speak, how to do, how to move, all of those things. Um, when it's When we are in that position, We are truly living dead. We are breathing, but we are dead at heart, at spirit, at soul. And that is because our voices have been silenced or stifled. And so what I intend to speak to on this episode, as I said, is how you retrieve that voice. Um, And that starts with talking to the quiet voice in your head whenever you hear it, mumble. It's that little bit of, hmm, think twice about that. Or are you sure you feel that way? Do you really agree with them? Do you really agree with what you think you agree with? Do you really agree with what you think you just said that you think you just meant? <laughs> like it's really those conversations that happen. And um, I would say for myself, because the best way I can always articulate certain things is through my own experience. And what you will find throughout the this journey from wrong to right, um, that was my experience. My experience has been figuring out what my authentic voice sounds like and what that does and who I am when I am speaking on a daily basis. Um, and for me, I had to come to the reality that in some ways I was unigno- undiagnosed, um, you know, bipolar or schizophrenic. <laughs> Let's just say it like that. Um, and what that means in my world and for a lot of people, cause I truly find that we give people so many disorders all the time that they don't really have. Um, they may be functioning out of disorder but whether or not they truly have a disorder that's a whole nother conversation so out of my disorder of like trying to find the voice in my head i was hearing myself speak through multiple versions of myself let's just say it like that scattered personalities of myself and it took me going through so much Trauma, like self-trauma, attachments, figuring out what was happening to me spiritually and mentally, to come to find that all of those voices that I heard bickering and arguing and pulling to me and tugging me one direction or another was just one voice, mine, scattered into a million bazillion pieces over probably multiple lifetimes and dimensions, all attempting to come back together as one. And for me, learning that and accepting that, that's the bigger word, accepting that was very, very, very necessary. It was one of those things that I had to do in order to start focusing on what my true and authentic voice sounded like. What did the hire me sound like? What did the part of me that has been here a million times in millions of reincarnations of millions of ancestors. What did that really sound like? Like who was speaking through me and how were they speaking? Why were they speaking? How was I going to harness that voice so that I could create what I needed to create? and do the things and say the things that I need to create. And that's why I always go back on this and I define your voice. Cause yes, you have a voice that you speak with um, and you articulate with, whether you're speaking with your mouth or you're speaking with your hands, you have a voice. Um, And I, I also have to acknowledge that that voice can manifest in multiple ways. You can speak with your hands or you can speak with your body language or you can speak simply with your thoughts that you put into something else. It does not necessarily mean you have to open your mouth and talk or rate or anything of that nature to use your authentic voice. Because if you are mute and you have the inability to speak words out of your mouth, utilizing your tongue and your vocal cords, you can still use your voice. So I say to you, talk to the voices in your head in silence or out loud (laughs) because I don't mind speaking to myself out loud. Even if there's someone around, they can look at me like I'm crazy. That's fine. I know what I am. Um, So like I said, like speak to the voices in your head, talk to the voices in your head or the voice in your head and really have a conversation as to what it is that you are able to do and what you desire to do. Like, that's the bigger part. What do I desire to do? What was placed on my heart at birth or before birth to come into this world and manifest? And as you start to speak to that voice and hear from that voice, that voice starts to tell you, you have everything that you need to manifest everything that you desire. How is that so? Think about the experiences that you have. All of your experiences from the day you first came out of your mother's womb. Inventory those experiences, whether it was learning to ride a bike or having your first conversation on the phone with your new boyfriend or girlfriend. Um, learning to do arithmetic or a puzzle or Rubik's Cube or getting an award for a theatrical production that you did or you wrote or you you acted in um reading your first book or reading a giant book that you did not expect you could read um or finish um cooking your first meal I don't know any experience you have um Maybe you got elected to a panel or elected to a board or you got the job of your dreams or you created a new line of jewelry or a new set of oils or something, anything. I don't care what it is. Name the experiences that you have had in your life. Or maybe you beat the odds. Maybe you battled with cancer and you prevailed. Maybe you beat diabetes. Maybe you lost 150 pounds. Maybe you gained 40 pounds. Maybe that was needed. You know, we don't talk about certain things, but sometimes people, we're focused on losing weight when somebody else is focused on gaining weight. Um, Whatever that is for you. Take your experiences and put them in an inventory list. Um, write them down and look at them think about them if you feel like you haven't done anything in your life go back to that list recall that list and you'll be surprised how many things you really have done in your life that you forgot just spend a couple days a week matter of fact if you're going through hell and you don't see any way out of it Every night before you go to bed, write down something you accomplished over the last five to 10 years. It could be small. Like I said, it could be something as simple as I woke up 10 minutes earlier today than I normally do. And that is a godsend. Because sometimes waking up 10 minutes earlier than you would normally do on a daily basis could be the hardest thing you've ever done in your life. Trust me. I'm here for that. I hear you. I feel you. If that is your story, I feel you. So write all of those things down, write all of those things down. And as you write them down, you start to realize that you have the ability to do certain things. Cause each experience that you've overcome or you've dealt with is a level, it is a notch on your belt to say, I am capable of doing this. I am capable of doing that. I'm a capable of making my life the life that i choose to live not the life that someone told me to live or conform to live no it is the life that i choose to live and so those experiences all feed into your authentic voice and why is that because you are the only person in your world in this world who has those exact experiences i don't care how many people are similar to you or how many people live like you or move like you the way you move in some form of fashion is always going to be different because you are the copulation of every experience that you have and that you've had and that you're going to have no one else is going to have those experiences and the exact dynamics that you are going to have it's impossible <laughs> like just think of it that way it is impossible the universe does not work in that way so that there's more than one of you think about that we say it all the time you're one in a million well think about this you're one in infinity every breath you take is different every step you make is different Everything you decide on, you design or design, everything that you manifest is going to be different in some form or fashion. I can speak to you about love, but you can't speak to me about love the way I can speak to you about love. And you can't expect to speak to someone else about anything the same way they speak to you. And I could never speak to you about any subject that you expertise in, you expertise in, that you have an expertise in, like you can speak. It's just impossible because your authentic voice is that. It is authentic to you and no one else. (sighs) Sometimes I swear I be talking on here and I get a little, get a little perturbed (laughs) in my spirit because I get angry at us. I got angry at myself before, so it's not personal. But I get angry at us because we, um, we have a very, very, very awful tendency to feel as though, you know, I don't have to do this. I don't need to do this or no one wants to hear from me. That's not true. Even if I don't want to hear from you or someone else doesn't want to hear from you, guess what? You need to hear from you. And thus, because you need to hear from you, someone else needs to hear from you because your voice is yours and it has a magnitude that will stretch far beyond your vantage point at this stage in your life. It is vast. And you need to speak your voice because all of those experiences that you have are specifically the reason you need to speak your voice. And so going from there, let's talk about killing the know it all. First of all, I'm going to keep this very short and simple. You don't know everything. But you know everything. (laughs) When you tell somebody you're going to say something very simple and then you're like, let me convolute it a little bit. You have all of the knowledge that you ever will need innately within you, in your DNA. That's another episode. But just know, off the basis, everything that you need is there. And you can receive it. You can find it you can get it you can open up your mind to explore it but that said you don't know everything right off the bat like when i there's a separation of these two concepts like everything is there for you to access and you are a part of everything that exists so innately that means you know everything that there is to know but your mind it's so much more vast than your brain's capacity on human level. Does that make sense? If it doesn't make sense, rewind it back a couple seconds and listen again. But if it doesn't make sense after that, wait on it. You've heard it. The ether's heard it. Guess what? You'll figure it out eventually. So, you know certain things, but there's always more to know. And the minute you accept that I don't know a specific thing, it's not in my brain capacity at this moment, you start to dig and you start to search for answers and research answers and look for more and more and more and more and more. And guess what? In some formal fashion, the cosmos, the great mystery, the hand that wrote it all the most divine, the highest of all, will send you the information that you need. Those downloads, that data, or that data, all of those things that you need will start to flow to you. And you might wonder how in the world did that information come to me today in this manner? It comes. I ask a question to the universe sometimes, or I even think about asking a question, and then I get the answer because a cat walks across the street. Yeah, it's it's just, it's that interestingly weird and awkward sometimes. But the reality is you don't know everything, and the things that you need to know, you have all of the capability of knowing, but you just have to be open And your mind has to be in tuned with the possibility that you can experience more and you can learn more. And some way or somehow you may not know it at that moment, it will come to you if you're diligent enough to continue to search and seek those answers. And I say that because as a spoken word artist, the way I I write. For instance, I I I do features for um different companies, different artists all over the world. And that can be demanding. If you have to write five or six, you know, art uh, not articles, but I mean that too cuz I I do copywriting as well. But if you have to do a spoken word artist uh spoken word artist, if you have to do a spoken word piece for you know, five people in a week, and they all have these randomly different um, topics. I don't always readily know right away what I'm going to say if someone says, you know, I want you to talk about um, hacking, like computer hacking in a spoken word piece and make it, you know, hip hop. And this is a true story, actually. even though i i grew up hacking don't tell anyone oh my gosh said that out loud i grew up learning the art of hacking in my teens and i had to rechannel some of that information but there was moments when i'm like oh i need to find more i don't even know if this makes sense and i started asking for that information through the universe and i started getting little moments where I said, oh, let me research this or something would come along and I'd be like, oh, that sounds like a good term. Let me see what that means. And slowly but surely, I became, in some sense, expert at hacking as I needed to. Not to say I'm going to go out here and be like an expert hacker just because that's what I'm going to do. No. But at that moment, my expertise became hacking. My voice began to speak authentically from the knowledge that I have learned and I had acquired as a hacker (laughs) like I said true story and I have a million of those stories because I get some very interesting requests all the time and I love it because it challenges me it in Ables me to bring more of me into the world, but also pull more of the world into me so that I know more because I didn't wake up this morning knowing everything in order to come on this mic and start to talk to you about, you know, your authentic voice. I had to contact my ancestors and all of the great mystery to say, hey, tell me what to say. I need to know what I'm supposed to say because I will tell you right now, my outline for this episode was exactly what you saw when you found this episode. Or possibly, if you were on social media, you literally saw a cover (laughs) that had four points on it and a title. And that's what I have for this episode. So moving on from there, once you have began to talk to the voices in your head and you have started to inventory your experiences and you're using them to speak and you're using them to like maneuver through the challenges of your life and you realize okay i don't know everything but i know i'm capable of learning this i know i'm capable of getting out of this because i had this experience and i overcame in this manner and so no now the knowledge that i have and the knowledge that i'm gaining can propel me embrace adversity. I can't say that enough, so I'll say it again. Embrace adversity. Embrace challenges. Embrace all the obstacles. Embrace the barriers. Embrace Those boundaries and those borders and all of those things, red tape, whatever it is that someone seeks to put before you to keep you from doing and accomplishing that which you know you are fully capable of. Embrace it because that in and of itself is where your power lies. That is where your voice is most powerful when you start to move and churn past the adversity. Uh, Another true story, recently I did a, um, I had to work on a piece um, for a very influential, influential, did I say that right? Yes, a very influential company. Um, And the company is, uh, doesn't, English isn't the first language, let's put it like this. Um, And there was a very, very, very hard learning curve because it was the first time I had done this type of piece. It wasn't something I was writing for myself. Um, it was a combination of like translations and timing and tone and voice, things that I haven't even talked about since like high school theater classes. And I was, I was, I was struggling. Let's say it like that. I was struggling. <laughs> but in the midst of it, I had to sit after like sending my first voice work and it didn't go as I as it I wanted it to, but I also kind of knew it wasn't gonna go that way because I was like, oh my gosh, I don't know what I'm doing right now. I don't know how I'm gonna get this done. I had the moment where I sat down and I had to talk to the voices in my head. <laughs> And I had to battle with them because I was like, wait a minute, you know how to do this. This ain't your first rodeo. You've been through this. You've been around this block. You've done this one and you've done this and you've spoke to this topic and you are who you are. This is what you do. No matter who's coming, no matter what order, no matter what happens, this is what you do. And you're going to body it. Like, literally, this is how I'm talking to myself. Um, and when you kill the know-it-all. I go to my husband, cause he's part of my 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 executive team. And I'm like, babe, I don't know what I, I don't know how I'm gonna do this. I'm I'm struggling. And I'm like, can you listen to this? And I'm like, and tell me like what you hear and listen to what they sent me and tell me what you hear. And he's just like, You sound angry. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, You sound mad, like this, what they sent you doesn't really sound that way. And that's all he said. He didn't have anything else to say. That was his only critique. And it was at that moment when I said, what? Like, I got so annoyed because I was like, not annoyed at him, I was annoyed at myself because I'm like, wait, how didn't I hear that? How didn't I notice that? But it was because I wasn't in that realm. I wasn't thinking that way. Because I'm so used to my own, my voice sounding a certain way when I write, Um, because 90% of the time people come to me for that specific tone, like that I can take on the world and I'm going to do it no matter what. Like, that's what people know from me. Like, it's that eerie kind of, you know, y'all know, y'all listen. So I sat there and I'm like, okay. And then I was like, you know what? I got this. And I went back into the booth. And I embraced the adversity because there was a moment when I'm sitting there like, oh, now I gotta sound like a different person. But I didn't, I just had to sound like me, less angry. (laughs) And more in tune with all of the other voices that I combat with on a regular basis. It's that moment when I realized there's so many parts of me and they have to learn to function as one. Egypt, for lack of better words, Egypt the badass can sometimes submit to Egypt the flower child. And Egypt the flower child can submit to Egypt the hacker. And the hacker can submit to the culinary student. Like there's so many facets of myself That I have to learn to manage. And you have to learn to manage yourself. And that is why I say embrace the adversity. Because when you embrace your adversity, you start to realize, I don't know everything. But I know all I need to know. And I'm going to gain as much of that knowledge so that what it is that I already have innately within me, I can bring to life. I didn't know that I sounded angry because I was so used to sounding that way on the tracks that I do. But once my husband came to me after I sought his advice and said, you sound angry. I knew I sounded angry. I could hear I sounded angry. And I realized I know how to fix this. And so I say to you, Talk to the voices in your head, inventory your experiences, kill the know-it-all, embrace the adversity, and bam, your authentic voice will appear as if it was never gone. Like that is really how it works. So yeah, that's that's this episode in a nutshell. I thank you. I thank you. I thank you always, always, always for tuning in and being a part of this journey. Um, As I said before, if you head over to EgyptEnglish.com, you can become part of my extended, extended tribe. Um, Or shall not even say extended, extended tribe. I should say you can be part of my more intimate tribe. Actually, that's a better word. Um, Because over on the website right now, i have made available um the right memoirs and they are a combination of memoirs that i have been writing so far since like seven to ten years it's a combination of seven to ten years that you will have made available to you via my website as well as in a newsletter um now the newsletter is going to feature like previews and certain things and certain aspects, but it won't have all of the content because the idea is you're going to be reading it from my website Um, and it's of course mobile friendly. Um, You can access for free naked spells. um, And those are all from the ethers and the mind and the spirit of me uh, and things that I hope that will help you through any darkness that you're facing in your life. Um, any situations that arise that you feel unable to uh, maneuver through, I hope my words and those thoughts in between the lines and the the spirit and the energy of each piece will give you some comfort as well as give you the encouragement to continue to go on and if nothing less um, than empowerment. Um, Like I said, Naked Spells is available for free on my website. Uh, You can subscribe to that and you can get the newsletter. You can also just subscribe to the newsletter. That's up to you if you only want that. That's available also on my homepage. You can um, get the newsletter, which will have gems here and there as well. Um, There's also Friday Worship which is a extension of Naked Spells, which will include um, more episodes of From Wrong to Right, those that don't make it to the public uh, listen. Um, They will include a lot of little talks, not little, but a lot of talks and speaks on things that um, I want to express to those who are most intimate and those who are willing to become patrons of my voice. Um, If you are in the spoken word business and you are just getting started and you're trying to figure out what you need to do to become a feature artist or just to make it as a spoken word artist yourself, how you can brand yourself to also make a living and, um, you know, just, you know, freelance to the point where you get the recognition that you feel like you desire and you're able to live the lifestyle that you desire to live. I'm working on some things for you as well. Our Liberated Writers um, segment will be coming soon. That is not available yet because I am working on so many courses. Um, however, um, the business of spoken word coaching is available and I am currently open to be taking um, new clients. Um, there's limited space. I will say that because I'm only one person. There are only 30 days in a month. And I need time for my hubby and my son. So uh, I'm only taking limited uh, clients at this time, um, for monthly, or if you just want to sign up for a session, by all means, you can just sign up for one session. And that is that, you know, we'll, we'll handle that. We'll do what we do. You'll still have access to the right newsletter, um, and all of that good stuff. Anywho's, as I said, Join me uh, for the next episode of From Wrong to Right. As always, my loves, I love you. Mayanda, Daseka, Boani, Jetam, Teyamo, Uhavuk, all of those things that mean I love you. And I will see you and I will hear you and I will speak with you in the next episode of From Wrong to Right.